What's up, everybody? Welcome to HDS Listening, episode 17, recording on February 8th, 2017. We've got a very special episode. We've got some awesome guests in the house. Uh, with me, as always, though, is Mike Strongside. What's going on? It's not your last name, but I just made it your last name. Um, also joining us from Team Liquid, three out of four members, rest in peace, <laughs> Tim Tinkler. Uh, we have Penguin, Eco, and Stellar. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hi. No problem, man. Sure. <laughs> sure. 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 What was what was the uh, oh we just did like saw dudes in the last time saw dude <laughs> sure that's played out now sure is the new oh I want to get to that later but why did you well we can get into it now why did you tweet that in the middle of the series against optic in the finals wait what wait what? I don't, you guys remember. didn't look his teammates I don't, don't even, even remember I it was out. like after game three I, think I you tweeted guys out like two things and then I stopped like I just put my phone down <laughs> yeah. I was like this might bother someone. I had no idea he did any of that <laughs> yeah it was in the middle I, of the series well, I was like if does it bother looks, you guys now someone, hearing no. that he was tweeting mid game I knew he was on his phone but I didn't I didn't well, I was tweeting. Care. people were like why are you tweeting mid game I was like I don't know <laughs> I think I tweeted at you and was like stop tweeting and play the series sure um, yeah, just to go through the rundown, we're going to kind of get to know these guys a little bit more. Um, and then we'll kind of talk about, you know, the season so far, how they've been doing, touch on St. Louis at which they placed second, did a great job. Uh, and then we'll look forward to Vegas, of course. That's the big qualifier for these guys, and everyone's gunning for, you know, those top six seeds to go to the world finals. So uh, let's jump in with controller settings because everyone wants to know. Uh, Zane, you gave us the last time, but we'll start with Braden this time. Um, I currently play Recon. And I have uh, A paddle, which is jump, and B for beatdown. And then I don't really have a sensitivity. I switch pretty much every other game. So <laughs> Literally every other game. <laughs> it ranges from like 3-4 to like 4-2, 4-3, 5-1, 6-1 basically. Oh, my God. That's insane. Actually, you know, I, we were like fist-pounding it when we were getting lunch just now because I play Recon, but I realized like... I don't even know why you play Recon because you have paddles for A and B, yeah. which is the reason I play Recon is because I've always played A to jump, B to melee. That's kind of my yeah. why I like Recon. But you, yeah. like, why do you play Recon then? Um, I'm pretty sure the same reason, but I, ca- <laughs> I can't claw, so I have to use the paddles. Oh, okay. But I was just so used to jumping with A and beating down with B and pass halos. Even I didn't claw back then, but now that it's like so competitive, I need to have like that extra edge i don't know yeah i can't just get away with not calling anymore yeah so that's why he uses a scuff gaming controller facts <laughs> shout outs spot sellouts sellouts <laughs> um eco how about you yeah i play on uh bumper jumper uh i've an two paddles one is x and one is a x is to thrust and a is to sprint or to stabilize when you're in the air and I switch on and off between auto stabilize, turned on and off. I'm, so why do you why yeah, do you change? Why do I change all the time? Is it like per map or is it just no. like some days you're feeling? Yeah, it's pretty much days. Like, like I said, head case literally everything. <laughs> I I don't mess with dead zones. I re- respect the people who do, but I don't touch those. But yeah, I pretty much change it. You're on default dead zones. Yeah, I pretty oh, much change like every setting depending on the day. And since, uh, like you said. Uh, if, if I ever like mess with it, like have like, because you know there's like the vertical, horizontal, yeah. and then the what is that the other thing called acceleration? Acceleration. Yeah. I only I play one five five if I change any of that, but usually I just play like three four four two four three five one. I feel like a lot of people now are, um, and we talked about it at lunch too, but like, um, they're really. Ch- 
changing what their horizontal versus vertical is. Yeah. Like five one is like really fast horizontal, but it's slow vertical, right? And yeah. then you're saying shooter plays like one five or something, like one three five, I believe. Yeah, and that's like that's super interesting because I think at first when these new settings came out, a lot of people were like maybe hesitant to try like really wacky stuff, but now mm-hmm. it's like. I mean, I couldn't even imagine it. What were you saying? Like Shotzi plays on one five five. Yeah, which is like super slow horizontal, but like I don't know. How does he compensate for like aiming on that? Is it like just it's using just, like thrusts and strafes? Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty hard <laughs> to explain. Fun, you so. just have to kind of just play on it. Yeah, and see. Damn, because I haven't. He experiments with that stuff, but I don't. Yeah, five, five Excel stuff. makes it like realistic. Oh yeah, it makes. If sense. everyone had the same Excel, like one horizontal would be awful. Yeah. Oh, so it's not actually super slow, but the acceleration... It's not actually super slow. Oh, okay. The acceleration makes up for how slow it is sometimes. Okay. So, like, yeah. in a pinch, he can make yeah. sure he turns. Yeah. Uh, what about your numbers, Zane? Uh, I played two horizontal, 4.5 vertical, and then three Excel. And I played recon with one paddle for switch nades. Switch nades? <laughs> yeah. Do you claw? I do claw. Okay. But, like, switching nades while walking and turning is, like, impossible because you have to click D-pad. So yeah, you have to take I one. Usually, th- you have to take one thumb off something. Yeah. So like, I'd rather just like have it on the back. No, that's that's fair. Yeah. Do you ever accidentally click it? No. Oh, okay. You got used to it and stuff. Yeah. I do weird <laughs> stuff because I I don't use paddles like because I always accidentally press them so I just get rid of them on my elite, and uh, like whenever I ground pound I like take like one hand off of I take one, my hand off of my left stick and use <laughs> my left thumb to control the right stick where I aim. It's like super wacky. What do you play? Recon? I play Recon, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I forget what. There's another setting that does that, and I was like, yeah, I don't know what the heck this is. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of nuts. It's probably why I'm not a top pro- top player. <laughs> Although I try my hardest. Um, <laughs> all right, so I kind of wanted to jump in to, um, I guess, the start, since this is the first time we're really talking to you guys since St. Louis. Uh, congratulations on an awesome placing. Uh, I know, saying you were hoping for third. I was hoping for but third. But unfortunately, you got second. I had to settle. <laughs> I had to settle for second. Um, what were your expectations coming into the event? I mean, obviously. I mean, pretty you much s- third. Yeah? Like, yeah. We thought definitively we should get third, and we thought we could compete to get first. But, like, for a first event, realistically, we just wanted to get third, and we did that. But then yeah. we went further. We took it a step further, got second. Then we competed really well with Optic, to be honest. Yeah. Like, we could have beat them. You think you competed... Better than your expectations, even like at the uh, moment, like going into that series where you're like, uh, I think we can actually like we're playing really well, like we might have a chance of beating them, or we just like, uh, you know, we're kind of overachieved at this point. Let's just do our well, best. I thought we were playing really well and we could beat them. Okay, yeah, for sure. Um, talk to me about the the losers bracket finals against Envy. Um, that went to game five. Game five, yeah. So, I mean, it was like every series that day went to a game five except for was it you guys against straight no uh, went to game four yeah, yeah okay straight. yeah you three one and it should have went to game five but they yeah. same with EG. they i mean should went to game five but zane like clutch slash they blew it kind of oh. wait what did i do what was the empire strongholds where they were winning like oh. 90 to 50 oh yeah hit some melee. and then there was a bunch of misplays we'll just go with those words instead of like roasting people okay <laughs> oh man right. you um, have to pull up the feed See yeah, when I pull up the gameplay here, what happened? <laughs> Let's go to the videotape. No. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you guys, what was in particular, like, in the game 
like what was really working out for you guys? Was it like you know Throughout call out tournament? Yeah, like we're like in terms of actual gameplay, like we're call out super crisp, or was it like you guys were just team shotting really well? Movement was great. Like what particular in the game game was working out so well for you guys? I'd say probably all those. I mean, like leading up to like leading up to this tournament and scrims, I think who did we we beat Optic once. Yeah, and then we, the yeah. and then Envy. I think Envy was the only one who like dominated us. I'm pretty sure. And but, but yeah, they eleven two does. Yeah, oh, wow. two does one night, and then seven six does. Yeah, like, two days. But later, at the right. tournament, our communication was like the best it's ever. It was mm. like until that point, and then like we were just there's a lot of teamwork that event. Like our communication was on point for sure. And you guys have. Like as uh, as well as with uh, optic, but you guys also have really cool collected communications, right? Yeah. Um, what do you think about it? Uh, what do you think about it? Is that like leads to success about you know that style of communication versus maybe more loud? I don't know what the right word yeah, is for the other style. Like chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think you could. I don't know. It's like a cop out answer, but like obviously with like consistent communication, like no matter when you're playing, like, just, you're talking the same way, like, forever, like, mm-hmm. in every game, like, so when you're losing, you're going to be talking this way, when you're winning, you're going to be talking this way, rather than, like, when you're winning, you're going to be, like, the hype teams, like, oh, they're yeah. only hype when they're winning, and then yeah. when they're losing, it's like, so awkward. they're not winning, so they can't, they don't, like, say it, they're not hype, yeah. so it's like, they're lost. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's just not, like, I mean, that just can't be consistent. Really, yeah. And let I mean, unless they people, I don't know. Unless you can figure out a way to make that work, which is fine because there are a bunch of hype players. But yeah, how do you guys think that your team has kind of just been able to assemble and already be a top two team? Like, what is it about you guys? What What did you guys do over the course of kind of Halo Five to learn everything you guys know? Have you guys been watching like Optic Gaming play? Do you like learn from certain players or? I guess what what have you picked up over the course of Halo Five and its entirety for competitive Halo? Well, uh, I mean, I we actually all play the game a lot. Like, I mean, oh yeah, I want to say believe it or not, but like it's pretty obvious. There's a bunch of pros who don't actually play the game that much. Like, Optic plays the game a lot. Like, Frosty streams every day, Lethal streams every day. Like, they are always playing the game. Envy plays the game a lot. Uh, we play the game a lot. Like Tim, he's been like champ one. Like he's always like yeah, Tim conti- always had always in contention for like champ one in the past like three seasons. Like he's yeah. just grinding, and then like I want to like fourth because yeah, if I just go down the list, like fourth to be sure. Up and like I want to say they play a lot, but like they like do and don't. But they're they're, mm-hmm. they're good, but like in a weird way. But is it just like a lot leading of teams, up to an event that they'll start to practice a lot and they uh, kind of take it easy? Actually, they do play a lot. I'm pretty sure Richie. I'm pretty sure Hines actually is like, he's champ. He's in the top ten right now. And Renegade plays a lot too. I guess they do play a lot. I don't know. I know Richard's been grinding a lot. Yeah, I've they they like low key lately. play a lot because Aaron will play like at night. Like he plays yeah. at weird times. But outside of the top four. But literally, like, like, I mean, we got some H one Z one players. <laughs> got like, like some pros are like literally like level one hundred and twenties. Oh yeah, which literally. is like fine. Which could be fine. Yeah. It, like it works, it works. Yeah, but like, most pros are like one forty five and up. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just playing the game definitely. I mean, scrimming against some of these players and teams who like don't play as much. Like, can you notice like, uh, like oh, he's clearly not up to date on the meta, or 
I can't believe he made this play because of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he definitely can notice that. Yeah, I mean, so you think that's like what actually is separating these teams or? Well, definitely not the sole reason. Yeah. I mean, because there's not just one reason, right. obviously, but that's probably like a little piece that, because I mean, it doesn't hurt to play the game. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, in general for us, I notice if we're not playing, like we're watching someone. Yeah, we're, yeah. Literally. Like literally, well, because. I'll look over, someone's watching someone. Yeah, because obviously like the podcast, I don't know if they know, like we're all in Washington. Because yeah. we're all at the same house practicing for Vegas and then like to try to qualify for Worlds. And then so like we scrim, like pretty much our routine is like we wake up probably pretty late. I would literally wake up at like, <laughs> yeah. I get up at like two or three, mm-hmm. play Halo, scrim at six Pacific, like six, 630 Pacific. And then we wa- like watch our own rebroadcast. Like we watch just like every game. And then, like, we watch, we just always, there's Halo, Halo, Halo. Like, we're always yeah. watching Halo. We're like, always watching Envy play if they're streaming, Optic if they're streaming. I don't know. I guess we just care. I mean, it's literally just Halo, Halo. You're trying to qualify for a million yeah. dollar tournament. Like, this is a ton of money on the line. It's obviously, oh, yeah. I mean, you guys played it last year's Worlds too, but, um, you know, this is like the biggest tournament. This is like your only focus right now. If I were in your shoes, like, that is all I would do anyway. No, I mean, right now, like, I'm helping running all these tournaments. Like, that's the only thing I'm doing is, like, focusing on Halo World Championship. But, um, no, I mean, I think it's paying off. Obviously, you guys are, like, eat, sleep, breathe Halo, and you're the number two team right now for a good reason. Um, how are you guys, if at all, um, kind of preparing differently? Or has anything changed since St. Louis and how you scrim? Like, have you picked up anything against your loss against Optic? You're just trying to – I'm not saying give away your secrets, but um, – Kind of how have you, like, what have you learned from St. Louis and how are you trying to incorporate it as you prepare for Vegas? Mm, I think, well, at St. Louis, we went to a bunch of game five slash one game seven. And that was because, like, we, at St. Louis, like, we pretty much did good because we won, like, a, like almost all of our objective games. Like, we won, I don't know what the percentage yeah. is, but I think it's, oh, like, yeah. I think it's, like, we 80 plus... Probably like 85 plus percent. We won all of our OBJs. OBJs. Lost. But we lost like every game to Slayer. Yeah. Like we pretty much lose Slayers. Yeah. Like we're good at losing Slayers. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know if like as a team we're focusing on just like Slayers, but like, I mean, our, some of our weaker games are like Kali Slayer. Like a lot of our weak games are like Slayers. So we are focusing on like getting better at Slayers and like, like what strategies to use in like certain yeah. points of the game. But yeah, and then after that, I totally forgot what you just asked. So. <laughs> I was in. How are you incorporate? How are you like training now? Like uh, okay. Slayers is your weak point. Yeah. And you guys are dominant in objectives. Like, how are you guys changing your training, if anything, for Vegas? Are you guys focusing on more, looking at films for Slayers in particularly more? I think we've been doing better on Slayers so far. We're just on playing, figuring out strats. I mean, at scrims, you can do whatever you want, basically. Just try some crazy strats. If they work, they work. I think that's one thing. Maybe not us as a team, but... I guess us as a team. But, like, a lot of teams, like... uh, So, they, like I said, a lot of people don't play the game that much. Like, pretty much, like, from a fourth... From, like, a normal pro standpoint, like... Like, they literally don't play the game that much. They just get on for scrims, play their 13 games, and then, like, they might play a couple games, like, of matchmaking before or after. Yeah. And then they're, like, done. Until next day. Yeah. And one thing that I think hurts a lot of teams is everyone tries to just win the scrim. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And try to instead of actually trying to get better, mm. they try to, they just want to yeah. win the scrim. Which I mean, it doesn't matter whether you win seven six. Like the scrim score doesn't matter. Right. But people, I think, I don't know. They don't like. They'll try and win the scrim so bad where they make like. Like they could say like on a sing, just any game type like someone will like just make a crazy play but it's like not a consistent play but it yeah. works out in that game so like they didn't actually get better but they just made like they just like no scope like five people or got like <laughs> yeah and it I don't know the game. yeah like it's not people don't make consistent plays throughout yeah. every each and every scrim to get them better as a team they yeah. just like. I don't know. It's They're not practicing certain scenarios. I'm yeah. like, hey, let's try to run the flag this new route. Yeah. Uh, let's try and get, put ourselves in different scenarios because it's all about getting put into a scenario multiple exactly. times. And then once you're put in that scenario scenario so many times, your team is like, okay, we know what we're going to do. Our backs are up against the wall. We know what, what we're going to do right off spawn uh, when you guys are getting trapped and and break breaking down like every detail. And yeah, I think a lot of players and teams they do get caught up with that kind of perception of, hey, we got to win this. And like the community's got to see that we're yeah. like beating these guys. Yeah. I'm sure there's um, a lot of pressure. That's like, it brings up a good point. But, you know, there are a lot of people that pay attention to these scrims. You go to Halo Data Hive, it's got yeah. all the scrims results yeah. there. And people put a lot of stock in it. And as long as like rosters are being shuffled because of scrim scores, uh, fights are happening, like yeah. in team, poor communication and stuff like that, like, I guess it sounds like to me like people need to learn how to practice. No, literally. That's why when you see like, so that's why there's like, so within the top like three to four teams, like, or we'll just use Envy and Optic, for example. Like, Optic knows like how they're going to lose, how they can lose against Envy. Envy knows how they can lose against Optic. Like, I guess, for example, like Optic knows like, like if we give them power weapons, like we know that they're just going to like execute and like spawn trap us, for example, or something. But then that's when you have like, wild card teams just come out of nowhere like a f- fifth through eighth team just like randomly do good at a yeah. like any given tournament because like of their inconsistent play style I mean obviously they could outplay them at that tournament yeah. but like just in scrims that's why people's scrim scores are just so like sometimes super not consistent yeah because they just don't make consistent good team plays to like get better at the game yeah so let's take the most recent example. Yesterday, you guys scrimmed Optic. You said you lost 7-6, I think it was. Yeah. I mean, what were your key takeaways? Oh, the whole beginning of the, like, the scrim. Like, we just had really poor comms, honestly. Yeah, we just were having, down 4-0. Yeah, we were down 4-0. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, we just, like, kicked our, like kicked it into gear, I guess you could say. And then, like, actually started communicating. So, like, having consistent comms, like, from the beginning, rather than, like, just picking it up somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Because, like, in a best-of-five series, you really can't afford to just lose the first two games because yeah. you're not That's communicating like you should. Yeah. Yeah. Is it just, like, you know, getting in the mindsets, like, okay, guys, we're time to scrim. Like, let's actually pretend we're in a tournament right no, now. Yeah, definitely. Because, yeah. I mean, every player – no, I don't want to say every player's done it. I mean, I know I've done it. I probably still do it, like – because, like, a lot of pros just go through the motions, get on scrim. Yeah. Instead of – but they aren't actually, like, trying slash – I mean, they're probably trying, but they're not like, like you said, like they're not practicing the right way. Yeah. Like they're just they're not learning and getting better. They're just playing game types, and if they win, they win. They lose, they lose. But yeah. yeah, I think like like you said, people need to learn how to like practice. Not saying that we know how to per- yeah. practice or anything, but I know like it's pretty obvious that teams that like don't know. Yeah. Does that come like 
communication does that come into like maybe getting online sooner and kind of getting warmed up a little bit because maybe if you just hop on it's like you want to get like your shot set you want to yeah. like yeah you want to feel comfortable like just even holding the controller rather than feeling like hey i just picked it up now i'm playing a competitive game where i'm trying to learn and like strategize and figure out what we're doing wrong do you guys find like that's something that you guys do where maybe uh do you guys like do you guys get on hours before you guys are going to usually spin? yeah yeah definitely most of the time cuz i mean there like i said i mean there's a lot of players that like literally just get on right before scrims and i mean i don't know i mean obviously it could you could do poorly because of that but i don't think anyone's like done super bad because of that yeah but I know there are a lot of people that do that. I mean, that's pretty much clear takeaway, like of how serious it is to them, though. So I mean, yeah, communication seems to be like a big thing out of a lot of the podcasts and players that we've talked to. It seems like communication with pretty much every team is kind of up and down, and like that's what teams are constantly trying to work on is keeping up that communication. Yeah, I mean, communication is information. As long as you have info on like where your teammates are, what's the situation <clears throat> with power weapons, where your opponents are, like. That lets you make informed decisions, you know? It's like yeah. super underrated aspect just because you can't see communication, you know? You can see an awesome headshot. And yeah. You can see an incredible ground pound or whatever, but you can't see how a team is communicating and what goes into that. And I guess you only really learn, like, when you actually join a team. Like, that's why I'm curious. Like, I'd love to talk to Shotzi because I know, like, he's a new player, uh, obviously in immense success at St. Louis, picking up, I believe, his fifth place. Um, be curious to know, like, what his first tournament experience was like. I mean, for you guys, your first tournament um, at, like, a major LAN event, like, you know, what was communication like for you guys? Were you, like, sc screaming because you were so excited? or? <clears throat> I don't think we screamed really at all. It was just kind of, like, intense but not too calm but not screaming. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that's another reason why, in my opinion, I think calm communication is the best because, like, you need every little bit of information in this game, and like when hype, like in my like in, with my experience, like hype communication, a lot of information just gets lost in that. Oh yeah, and so that's why I prefer the calm way. <clears throat> yeah, I remember like one of my first major LAN events that I went to. I think about it now, like I was just screaming the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I was actually just anyone. screaming. I think my whole team was screaming, oh, and like man. yeah, it was like looking back, <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, no, because like it's like. Like I said, my first LAN was Dallas 2007. Yeah. And little known fact. Yeah. I, I think you made a name for yourself <laughs> in like 2014. Like, like I would say, H2A. yeah, with uh, H2A. Yeah. At least that's where we, I think yeah, we no, first yeah. noticed you. And then, so like 2007, I was like a 25 in hardcore, super bad. Yes. Like, not good. <laughs> and I probably had Xbox, I think I got Xbox Live in like 2006, somewhere around there, maybe five. I don't know. Okay. But I remember it was Warlord Flag, and like that's it's Warlord. Like you're an H two A kid. Yeah, oh, you mean Warlock? Yeah, Warlock. <laughs> Got him, dude. That. So yeah, Warlock. And it's it's split screen like tube TVs. It's like yep. super dark. Like uh, I remember I died, and I was like, I was like trying to. I was looking. I was like talking to my teammate, looking at his screen. And yeah. I think I respawned. I'd been up for like seven <laughs> seconds, but I'm looking at his screen just like. Yeah. You for, forgot you respawned. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, I'm playing too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I had any like crazy communication though. I don't think I, I probably didn't say anything, honestly. Yeah. 
Because you said you were like 12, 13? Yeah, I was like 13. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were just quiet kid. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so, we've got a little bit more time left. I want to get your um, predictions for Vegas. And you guys can handle this however you want. Whoever you think is going to qualify a Halo World Championship or what placings you want to do it. But we'll go one by one. Uh, we'll start with you, Braden. If you want to give up top six from Vegas going to the Halo World Championship finals. Let's hear it. Patchy. Patchy. Um, Don't answer. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just going to start off with top three, no order, optic, us, envy, obviously. Okay. So that's three. Pretty safe. I think we can all agree to that, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so far, that's three for HWC. The other three, oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, I'd put Inconceivable there. Mm-hmm. And then, see, I don't know. EG Online, they have been getting owned in scrims, but, I mean, on land, they're all four, like, pretty good land players, and they beat LG, too, at St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So... I would put EG there, and then maybe, and probably Allegiance, and then, so, that would leave who else out? If, uh, you're oh, straight. Wait. Yeah, gotta put straight in there, so never mind. Um, I guess we we'll play straight with EG, Inconceivable, straight, Allegiance, and then it's like EG and LG and Panda, who don't make it. Or potentially well, actually, through LCQ. Yeah, LCQ. But at Vegas, damn. Okay. What about you, Eko? What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I have no predictions. I'm just going <laughs> to focus on our team trying to qualify. <laughs> that's then, all you're worried about. Yeah. That's all you, actually, you, that's all you can control. Yep. Just like how your team plays and what you're going to do there. I predict a good Halo tournament. <laughs> <laughs> that's a safe prediction. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Get third again. Good. <laughs> Zane's like, I'm looking to get third again. I'm looking Reclaim to get the third. throne. Bronze medalist. <laughs> you have that on your is it you or Tim who has it on the their Twitter profile? It's like it's third Tim. place. I think it's Tim. Okay. Bronze Bronze medalist, medalist at Halo World Championship. <laughs> that was good. So Looking at, uh, let's well, say you we guys... Didn't, we didn't get Penguins. Uh, I think he's... I mean, No predictions. Yeah, no that's predictions. What I, figured. I predict third place for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's say you guys do qualify for Halo World Championship. Um, looking at international competition, how much do you guys pay attention to what goes on in Europe, what goes on in Australia, even... I mean, we'll have a team from Mexico like competing at their Latin America. Like, Do you guys pay attention to scenes outside of North America? For the most part, nope. I mean, nope. it's like, nope. I mean, okay, so obviously, like, NA is NA. Like, we're, they're known as the best. Yeah. And then you have, like, sure. <laughs> then it goes, skill-wise, it would go to the Europeans. And then you have Fabi, yeah. which, I mean, they should, they, they came to America and shown that they're definitely, like, better than the AMs at that time. Yeah. Because they beat, they came, they went to Vegas and yeah. they beat, they beat Panda Gaming, which was Gabriel, Goofy, Rhinoob, and Cloud, which was like a top AM team. Yeah. Who had beaten at the previous event at the St. Louis, the first St. Louis yep. in H5. They beat uh, Allegiance in a game okay. five. Oh, yeah. That was Allegiance. Yeah, they, they beat Contra, Devin, Falcated, Sh- and Straight Sick. Yeah. Mm. So Panda was like, they were pretty decent. Yeah, pretty They're like in the bubble top eight. Yeah. yeah. So then at Vegas... Fabby 3 would them, oh, wow. <laughs> which is like 
So I mean, they're they're not terrible. Yeah, like they're good. And then then they played like Liquid. Well, they got <laughs> yeah. I mean, Zane, you were on the yeah. team, so you know firsthand. But they didn't yeah. play. You no, they did play straight. Yeah. Okay. They played us, and we beat them three one. They beat us in uh, Rig Slayer. Okay. okay. Pretty much just like. Yeah, they just was caster still a thing at that point. Uh, they just got a lead, and they weren't. They're not that bad enough to like Blow let it. a huge lead yeah. go away. Yeah. But yeah, do you think they could? Uh, I mean, like, let's say Halo World Championship. Are there a team you're gonna like keep an eye on? I mean, I'm gonna obviously like I would like I'm not overlooking anyone. Yeah, but like they would definitely be in like lower tier of yeah. teams to look out for. If I had to overlook someone. Yeah. <laughs> if I had you're, to. You're but then to again like someone. So, I don't know when London's coming up. Like how far away is that? Uh next weekend. Okay, so next weekend. Wait, is that their qualifier? Uh yeah. Okay, who gets qualified from that? They have top 2 and then they have an LCQ okay, right. Okay, top 2. So I have to you have to assume Fabby's going to Yeah, I think it's a pretty safe bet for get them. Get top 2 there. If not there, then they will get third or they will get the first seed in LCQ, but I mean, I mean, I would say it's a massive upset. If no, they if they don't get first, yeah. So, but there's definitely two European teams that I'm personally looking out for. Like, you have, uh, I think they're French. I don't. Oh, supremacy. You have supremacy, which is like SLG, Punisher, Fragger, Fragger, and someone else. Um, not Cali. No, Cali got dropped. Sorry, Kelly. It is. <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. Uh, Solar. Sorry, Mike. Okay, Solar, yeah. Yeah. And that, like, I know SLG is really good. Yeah. And then you have uh, that Infused team, which is uh, Crystola, yeah, Snakey, Kimbo, and Flux. Kimbo and Flux. And yeah. Flux actually surprised me at uh, their finals, I guess, the European finals. Yeah. He was on, I think he was on Infused with Batchford and two other people. Yeah, I'm trying Obviously. to remember who. <laughs> but he was team of two. No. Yeah, he was he there were he was on his screen sometimes and he was making pretty good plays at times cuz yeah. I didn't really know who he was cuz like I mean we don't get to play against the Europeans yeah. a lot so I don't know like it's H5 and like there's a bunch of unknown talent so I don't I don't like know who these people are really. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking out for those two teams cuz I think they have a good chance to Yeah, and we were talking to uh we were talking to Batchford actually he was on the show on the last episode and uh, his team consists of, you know, Batchford, obviously, Septic, Lunny, and Ramirez. Okay. Ramirez is interesting because um, of the most recent times, he's like the guy who wins all the LAN events. Um, he was at, he was on TSM when they had an awesome run for H2A and stuff. So he's got a ton of experience and he was like teaching Batchford a few things too. So, um, I mean, it's going to be super tough that tournament. Like, top two makes it to Halo World Championship finals. Like, it, I'd say, Fabby, they're probably going to get first, but for second, it's a toss-up. Yeah. I mean, you know, they talk about how the French like to show up on land and, you know, they suck on land and scrims, but, you know, when it comes time, tournament time, you know, they turn it up, so. Well, it's crazy when you you look at the EMEA uh, qualifiers last year. Uh, yeah. All the teams that were predicted. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, a, lot of them, a, lot of, a lot of them didn't go. Yeah, Dignitas yeah. was like... That everyone put Best them team. in with Epsilon. Like, yeah. Epsilon, yeah. Dignitas, okay, those guys are going to be guaranteed to make it. Yep. Then Dignitas went out super early. So I think I think it, it might be safe to say Fab, but yeah, everyone else, it's like, that's a toss-up at this yeah. point. I wonder if, um, like, because those guys on Dignitas, it was Moe's and Respectful. 
Like they're now in fab, we're the best team. But I wonder if this is like they're getting nightmares. Like, oh crap, There's last year we couldn't do it. Mind, yeah. You know, it's like almost the same situation. But I think they have a way stronger team than they did. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Sims earlier, and he was saying that is the biggest EU upset of all time in the competitive. Dignitas? Yeah. In, oh wow. Com- in European competitive Who beat Halo. Them? Uh, I, I think it was, was a fab. German team. Uh, no, I Fabby. thought it was Fab. Fab, okay. fab beat them the second time. Um, but yeah, Kimball. pretty sure it was Fab. Wow, nuts! Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Who was the sniper on that team? On Fabby? Yeah, the old Fabby. Shocky. Wait, no, Fabby. No, no. This um, was this was before. Uh, so world. This 2016. Kimbo. Yeah, 2016. I know Kimbo can't snipe. I don't know if that's who it is. I mean, he was on the team. <laughs> That'd yeah, be at Worlds. I don't know who was on that roster other than Kimbo. It was... Uh, there was Doodle, Monkey. right? Or is that Infused? Kappa. I think no, Doodle. I get, I get Fabby and Infused mixed up because they're I'm, the same colors. Oh, man. I'm seeing... It was well, one of the German players. I'm yeah. seeing his face There's right now German and I can't remember his sure. name. Uh, I don't remember. He just went he off. He came out to the studio. Too, I remember yeah. he went off in one of the matches and like that was a big reason they won one of the games. And then uh, ended up qualifying. for blanking on his name right now. But yeah. I mean, that tournament's going to be insane, but... Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, like, you know, if if you predict the top seven North America teams to be top seven at Halo World Championship Finals, because North America is king, like, who is that eighth team? Are they European? Do they then break into, like, top six against the North American teams, potentially top four? I mean, talk to the Fab guys, they seem pretty confident, but I guess, you know, it all comes down to tournament day and who's yeah. playing the best. Talking about, like, tournament day as well, for you guys, do you guys still feel pressure, like... Is the pressure a lot more going into worlds, like just being like, okay, we got to secure this spot, um, or even at like last worlds, was that pressure so much more? Or now since you've been there, it's kind of like, uh, it's it's just a, another road. <laughs> I'm know, on another me, roadie. For me personally, I've never felt any pressure playing Halo, so I don't know. I mean, I think uh, like when you're competing, there's always going to be like the pressure of like just doing. It. There's always just going to be some sort of like pressure, I guess, but like you still have to be confident in like yourself and your team that you know, like you know what you're capable of and everything. Yeah. Did you guys not feel much pressure at St. Louis? Oh, uh, me personally, zero pressure at all. Yeah. We had literally nothing to lose. <laughs> zero pressure. This new team, just, just give it your best shot. Yeah, just yeah. seeing what we can do. See what happens. Get third. Get yeah. third. Maybe I just a little need third place. Just give me that bronze medal. I know I mentioned this in uh, one of the final uh, questions uh, when interviewing Optic, but playing against those guys like Eco and Stellar, you guys are real good friends with a lot of the guys on Optic. Is it just, does it feel like, hey, we're just, yeah, we're in the grand finals, but hey, we're just playing like a scrim against our friends, against our buddies. (laughs) Like, does it, does it feel like that when you're going up against them? Um, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I could see that because like, I mean, in, Halo 2 anniversary, like, I teamed with Frosty. Yeah, excellent. And in the beginning of Halo 5, I could have left Frosty, but I'm like, this kid's the best player in the game. Like, I'm not... <laughs> well, I don't know if you knew that. Like, I could have yeah. left Frosty, because in the beginning of H2A, or in the beginning of Halo 5, it was me, Randa, Frosty, and Suspector. Yeah. And I could have teamed... I could have teamed with Nated, L-Town, and Suspector. For Allegiance roster? Yeah. Yeah. Because Kratos... Cause it was he was on that team before Kratos as well. Oh wow! And Kratos got picked up right at the last second, but I was like, I'm not leaving Frosty. And anyway, so I guess me and Frosty, like Frosty's my friend. So, uh, so yeah, if I'm playing them in any match, like obviously I want to win, but like, like if I'm playing Optic, 
and they win. I'm not like I want to beat like Envy or like someone yeah. else. Like I'm probably gonna want to beat them more because like <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah. I don't hate those players, yeah. but it's like I don't want them to win. Yeah. Plus, if you want anyone to win, it's your friends. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I think we're just about out of time. I want to give you guys a chance for any final words, but we'll start with you, Mike. Final words. Final uh, words, bro. I'm excited to see how this all unfolds. I'm excited to see you guys compete and put up another good fight against Optic and hope we can have another epic finals. Uh, seems like you guys are kind of like right on point with them. And as long as Penguin keeps throwing these plasma grenades <laughs> and weapons to himself, he's you guys are going to be good. But yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, big shout out to everyone in the Halo community for supporting. Uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff happening in 2017. And uh yeah, make sure you're staying tuned to twitch.tv slash Halo. All right, guys. Any final words? Uh, thanks for having us on the podcast. And we are <laughs> super excited to play Halo. <laughs> I can tell by the great tournament. <laughs> Predict- I, yep. Yep. My Shut predictions up. are amazing gameplay. Yep. <laughs> amazing gameplay. Uh, that'll do it for us here. I'm, I'm guessing. Did you guys have any final words? Or was Shut, like Kevin uh, wrapped it up? Shout out to Teddy. Shout out to Team Liquid and all of their sponsors. They really do a lot. Shout out for to us. Scuff. Shout out to Scuff. Shout out to Daddy Pazenguin. <laughs> yeah. Daddy Pazenguin's the man. I got to meet him sometime. <laughs> I see him at all the events. That's awesome. He lives 30 minutes away. Shout out to He'll Seattle Rain. We had Shout all the out pictures. Shout out to Seattle Rain. True. He couldn't he make didn't. it today. Yeah, I'm sure he's got it. He's like, I can't lose my champ. He's just so busy. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right. That'll do it for us here. You can watch these guys compete at um, Halo World Championship Qualifier Las Vegas. The top six teams there will go. So the Halo World Championship Finals compete for a million dollars. Good thing I'm getting third. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. Top six, third place you're in. It works out perfectly. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll see you next time.